Happy Wednesday, everybody. Thank you so much, as always, for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast. Hope your day is going well, and we appreciate you being a part of the podcast family. Thanks so much for taking the time to listen to our show. Scott and Pam join me today, and we tackle many listener questions, including questions about the dessert parties on the Disney Wish. How fun would that be? Also, some registration questions when it comes to run Disney events. That gives me cold shivers thinking about that right now. We talk about some suggestions for a daddy-daughter day for a dad with his four-year-old daughter while mom and son go over and do some Harry Potter stuff over at Universal. That'll be fun for both uh, sides of the family there. I think that's a great day and great memories will be made uh, all around the family there. We also talk about construction over at Disney's Grand Floridian Resort and Spa. How might that impact your vacation uh, this summer, really not too much. We talk parking at the TTC versus back at an all-star resort. This and much more coming your way on today's podcast. Don't forget our shows are always brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. Check them out today for all your Disney trip planning needs. The agents are standing by right now to help you plan the most magical vacation ever at the lowest cost possible. So swing by the website, fill out the free no obligation quote form. We'll take it from there. It's themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. That one extra click supports everything we do throughout the year. It's BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And a sincere thank you to the patrons of the Be Our Guest Podcast. You allow us to put this podcast out each and every week all around the world. Couldn't do it without you. And our patrons get that bonus show. It's called Mike in the Midwest. If you'd like to join us, we'd sure love to have you coming over. Patreon.com slash Be Our Guest Podcast. Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage. Welcome to episode 2249 of the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Rahman from BeOurGuestPodcast.com and one of the senior agents over at the Magic for Less Travel. Happy Wednesday to you. Hope you're having a great week already. we got lots of announcements here at the top of the show. First of all, I have to give a big announcement. Big shout out to my wife, Pam, because it's really confusing in my world, right? If I ever say the word Pam, there's always a qualifier behind it, right? Is it, is it Pam Forrester? Is it my wife, Pam? You know, it's always, it's because and, and they have a lot in common. Seriously, if you know either one of the Pams, they're a lot alike. It's really crazy. But my wife, Pam, celebrating a milestone birthday yesterday on Tuesday. So a very happy birthday to my wife. Hope she had a great day with her students because she didn't take the day off because she had to take a day off for cheerleading. This is how it works. She had to take a day off last Friday to go to Chicago for cheer. And then we somehow made the finals over the weekend and uh, didn't get home till 1.30 in the morning on Sunday night slash Monday morning. So she took a half day on Monday because she just couldn't make it in right away. So, yes, yeah, she didn't get to take her birthday off. But hope she's having a great week and happy birthday, Pam. Hope we had a wonderful birthday and... Uh, Love you. So there we go. And also we have another big announcement. We have a baby, another baby in the podcast family. So congratulations to Ricky. So we'll talk about that here in a second, but let me get the crew introduced and we can talk about, wow, Ricky's world is uh, expanded and it's going to be a lot of fun. So joining us today, we have Scotty G. He's up in the mitten. Scott, happy Wednesday. What's up? Happy Wednesday. Happy birthday to Pam R. You know, I love both Pams very much. Like Prosecco with Pams is something I'm really looking forward to when we get on the BR Guest Podcast Crew 6.0. But yes. love Pam Rawman. Um, happy birthday to her. I hope she has a magical whatever that number is, that milestone birthday is that she just had. I hope it was a great one. At, uh, you know, 21. That's what we're going to go with, right? <laughs> Forever. 29. 29. And also joining us, we have the co-owner of the Magic for Less <laughs> Travel, Pam Forrester. Pam, happy Wednesday. What's going on? Happy Wednesday. Happy birthday to Pam. That's exciting. Um, I, I think that uh, we'll do some celebrating on the cruise for sure. Uh, lots of things to celebrate, but yes. And I am back in my home base here of the uh, uh, Pennsylvania. Um, the Pennsylvania yeah. headquarters. <laughs> yes, the Pennsylvania headquarters. Yes. I am. Um, yeah. I, I, 
I don't know what to say. Like the weather is, you know, I'm going to, I need to complain a little bit because I really didn't get to complain a lot right through February. So, so um, yeah. l- let me just tell you, and, and this may be pushing your way, but right now as we're recording in the BR guest podcast studios outside, it is 73 and sunny in Missouri. I'll now, take that. They're saying it's going to be cold the rest of the month. Like, don't even, that's how Missouri is. You know, we get this one awesome day. It's like spring. I was like, I have on shorts. I'm like, this feels like Florida. Could spring be around the corner? Like the birds are literally singing. I'm not just saying this. I walked outside the birds everywhere. Nope. They're like, just, this is just, we're just toying with your emotions, Mike. It's going to be nasty for the rest of the month of March. So you're getting one nice day. And then you're going to have three weeks of terrible weather. So we'll Dang. see. It was sort of nice today, but yeah, I'm, you know, since I've been back, we've already had, you know, Stephen and I went out to go for a walk and I just had on like the regular stuff like I was wearing. I walked out the door and I was like, nope, I turned back around. I had to put on more <laughs> yeah, clothes, yeah, yeah. gloves, like something for my ears. I was like, oh, where did I think I was? So thought you were margaritaville or saratoga somewhere so (laughs) pam ricky had the baby so share the news with the audience i mean because i guess we can say the name i just i'm a guy so i get super nervous about like what you can say what you can't say i don't want to put my foot in my mouth but we're super excited for ricky and brian and baby lucy i know so um ricky had posted the other day so i feel comfortable sharing this that she was born on february 28th and she weighed seven pounds seven ounces so a nice healthy baby and her name is lucy brianne which i thought was such a pretty name and ricky posted a really cute picture of her in pink with a big pink mini bow on her head that's adorable so um love that such a cutie. I can't wait to meet her. So That's right. But we will not hear her crying in the background of the podcast. We've already talked about it. No, just kidding. We, she'll be back soon. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so we're very excited for them. Can't wait to meet Lucy. We're going to be spoiling her. That's what we're going to do here for as podcasters. Sure. We're excited for that. And uh, yeah, super excited. And, I mean, I'm super excited for all the experiences they're going to have. Because the funniest thing is, like us three right here, we're kind of in a different phase of parenting right i mean our youngest i mean pam your youngest is you know an adult now off teaching and yes. you know you're only and you know scott and i our youngest is moving through high school so in a few years i, I can't believe this because i still feel like i'm 21 but like we'll almost be empty nesters isn't that weird scott we're too young for that what way too young for that I mean, my daughter was driving me around, my daughter was driving me around all weekend it's, like, no, it's, like, nuts. it's so weird thinking her her behind the wheel but yeah College applications are going to be coming soon. Oh it's gosh. just, it's, it's a while how this phase of life happens, but very excited for Ricky and Brian and Lucy. Uh, they have a sweet family and I'm looking forward to see them grow and progress and um, all the fun memories they're going to make at Walt Disney World. Cause I assume they're going to be a Disney family and they'll be going there quite a bit with Lucy. We'll see though. Right? Oh, you think, Oh, you're okay. You're whatever. That, that's a, that's a no brainer. Okay. First question of the day. Let's get to, I believe Len had one here and he says, go Sparty. By the way, it's March madness right now. Cause it's Wednesday, the playing games. So shout out to your favorite team. M I Z right here. Sparty for Len and for uh, Scott, Pam. I don't know if, Pit. We got Pit, baby. Who's I don't know if they're in the tournament or not. And UIC in, in the Valley Conference tonight. So we'll we'll see. Okay, Len's got a question. My wife and I are planning on trip to Disneyland for our 40th. Congratulations. Due to our diet, we usually book villas at the world. Is there anything available at the land that will allow us to prepare most of our meals? We hope to stay in a resort hotel. Oh, <laughs> Did you see the villas at the Disneyland hotel last week? Scotty, I know you saw them because I, I saw them. I saw I them. I sent, I sent you a link to, uh, and I said, Scotty, did you yeah. see the Disneyland villas? <laughs> um, I'm hoping to book one of those later this year for a milestone birthday of my own. So, um, yes, I did, definitely saw those villas, Mike. Pam, what would you say, though, for somebody that's looking for an accommodation where maybe you could prepare food at Disneyland? Because, again you don't have the wide variety of choices like you do at Walt Disney World. You don't. And I think one of the other things that's going to be challenging is that um, those on-site hotels are, especially the uh, villa accommodations, are really 
challenging to come by. Mm -hmm. um, I, I hardly ever see them available for guests to buy into. And let's face it, even people who own points have problems getting into there. I mean, it, it's just really, um, really, really challenging. But here's a couple things. First of all, um, there are a lot of suites that are good neighbor hotels that you might want to look at that may have something that would better meet your needs in that space. I'm not 100% sure that you're going to find something that has a full kitchen like that. But if you're looking at sort of like a, um, there is a residence in that would have a full kitchen. There are some other, there's some other um, Hilton properties that do have full kitchens. So that's something to consider. And the good news about that is Disneyland in particular has uh, good neighbor packages available, which have all the benefits of a Walt Disney Travel Company package. That means that there's only a $200 deposit. That means that the tickets are included. So you can make your park reservations right then when you put the $200 down and don't have to worry about buying tickets and hotels separately, the deposit for the hotel, the tickets being non-refundable. And let me just stress, Disney tickets, whether it's world or land at this point, are non-refundable. Disney is not giving back money on those. They will possibly allow you to switch the date and pay an increase if that date price does increase, but they are not any flexibility that was there during other times is not there any longer. And they state that when you buy them, the tickets are non-refundable by doing a package, then you can take a bill. You can take advantage of that flexibility. So, um, I, you know, reach out, have someone put together a package for you that includes tickets and accommodation options at some good neighbor hotels that do have kitchens and we'll get you there that's right lynn email your favorite travel agent i think i know who he is all right uh, jenna's got a question here she is tuned in live on youtube and she will be sailing with her awesome family with us on the br guest podcast cruise in july which is coming up soon uh speaking of alcohol do you guys which we were in the pre-show we're talking about old fashions by the way uh, speaking of alcohol, do you know, uh, do you all, sorry, drink a margarita uh, after a marathon? Like, legit question. I assume that wouldn't be healthy. I'm doing my first next year, and it sounds fun, so I need to know. <clears throat> we never said we are healthy. We, we run marathons, but there's no correlation between running a marathon and being healthy in my world. Um, I... I I'll be honest, almost every marathon I've ever finished is with a margarita in my hand. I don't wait till I'm finished. I wait till about mile 26. And the last point two is usually with a margarita in my body. Scott, same thing. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I finished every, every marathon I finished, I finished with a margarita in my hand. Uh, this last one, I actually had a beer at mile 17 because it was just one of those days. <laughs> so um, definitely not healthy. Um, and I don't highly i mean if you're a serious runner i definitely don't recommend the beer at mile 17 either i mean you still got nine miles to go but it's just fun like especially at walt disney world it's just a fun race right you're not trying to set a pr or have like a crazy good time i'm trying to have a crazy good time and fun right that's what same. i'm trying to do so mm -hmm. so you know you you get to mexico late in the race i mean it's just a short walk away to the finish line have yourself a margarita enjoy it enjoy it sip it chug it whatever you want to do i've done both i've actually slammed a margarita like on the spot after you like, did that was a, that was one of the most epic moves epcot has ever seen <laughs> yeah, i broke i broke a glass or a cup i didn't mean to i was just i was just in the moment i just chugged it and i slammed it down i thought it was gonna bounce but it didn't it just yeah, shattered your instead. wife yelled at you yeah. hard <laughs> but but just have fun with it but just know just know this depending on like the how you're doing your nutrition throughout the race and all that that margarita is going to get to you quick oh, oh, oh. when you've done 26 miles. I'll never forget my first marathon <laughs> after it. Like I was halfway through and like, I didn't know where I was. I was so like buzzed and out there because I'm on a high from finishing the race and all that. So just be warned that it might affect you a little bit more than you would normally think. It yeah. yeah. Same. I mean, cause I, I usually, I mean, I don't drink. I, I really don't. I mean, I say that I don't, I'll have a margarita Mexican restaurant. That's about it. And I've had a couple of fashions with you, Scott, but that's it. I don't drink beer. I don't drink anything. And I got the margarita at that stand there outside of Mexico. Right. And I stopped to see my family and Pam and, you know, Steve and Ricky and all them. They were hanging out by Spaceship Earth. 
Man, I struggled to get. But all you gotta do is get out to the parking lot. You just gotta go a couple turns, and I was like, "Woohoo!" Because <laughs> you're so dehydrated, it, it you happen. haven't eaten. I mean, you've burned like five thousand. You know, you probably burned four thousand calories. You're dehydrated. Doesn't take much. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, you're you're cheap. But go do it point. though. It's yeah. a lot of fun. Don't worry about the. I mean, unless if you think don't think it's healthy enough for you, like. But for me, it's definitely fine. I can finish the race. I know like a margarita isn't gonna impact my health really, but I'm. But yeah, just just do it. Just have fun with it. All right, Alfred's in the chat, and he's asking if the new DVC villas at Disneyland Hotel are a brand new tower, just part of the hotel. Yeah, it's a brand new tower because they were building it while we were out there last summer, and it's uh kind of completes the whole square thing. It, it's very beautiful looking, and uh, it's very cool. That's where we got. All right, to the uh, inbox. William's got a question. BOGP crew, thanks for all you do. We're booked June 21st to July 1st at the Grand Floridian in an outer building garden view room. We know they're refurbishing a bit and have a few questions about the construction. The walking path to the Magic Kingdom is closed until late spring. Is it possible it reopens in time for our trip? How about the one to the Polynesian? I'd love to hit Trader Sam's at some point. What are the chances we get one of those supercalifragilisticexpialidocious refurbed Mary Poppins rooms? Will the refurb impact dining or transportation options at the resort? Also, one day during our trip, my wife and son will be taking a day to go to Universal and do all the Harry Potter things. Any tips for which day we should plan this uh, and a touring plan on how to do it all in a day? I think it'll just be the Harry Potter stuff they're looking to do. One last question. The Potter Day will leave my four-year-old daughter and I with a free day to do anything in the world we want to do. What suggestions do you have for a daddy-daughter day at Walt Disney World that are maybe off the beaten path. I'd want to make it a day to remember. It's pulling at my heartstrings just typing this out, but also don't want my wife and son to feel like they missed out on something. Thanks for all your help. Bill, he's up in Del Mar, New York. First of all, your wife and son are going to have fun with Harry Potter stuff. So don't feel bad about having a daddy-daughter day. I mean, I'm a girl dad, so Scott, you just got to take these days when they come because eventually they're going to be 15. They're going to be like... Tch too cool for school. So just take advantage. Uh, one of the coolest things we did, and I never thought I would say this, and I don't think it's back though, I, I, but it could be soon. Who knows though? You're going in late June. I wish this would come back. We did that, that high tea. I can't believe I'm saying this. Uh -huh. That's one of the most fun things I have ever done at Walt Disney World, but I think it's because all of us did it together. Scott's family, Pam's family, and all the girls. We did this hot tea, and it wasn't just because Scott spilled the tea in his in his lap. Um, but it was, it was so fun. But I, if you search out those things, even, okay. So one thing we could talk, I would say, and Scott wanted to do this hard over princess weekend. We tried and tried and tried. We didn't get in. One of our guests talked about this about six weeks ago on a Monday show. There was mosaic making at Coronado Springs at the top of the tower up at the, uh, how you say it? Delia lounge or how you say it? The Dahlia, yeah, Dahlia, Dahlia lounge where you can like do this craft and make this mosaic out of broken glass and stuff. I mean, that would be something I think that would be fun. Cause you could sit there and make a project and talk with your daughter and like make a tangible memory to go home. It's really off the beaten path. Um, it's in the app. You can search for it. Make but, sure you book it right. 60 yeah, days. We couldn't, I get tried, in. Man, we, tried. I get in. we couldn't get in, but I mean, that's something you might not even know is available. It's a Coronado Springs. And it's only two days a week. I think it's like on Wednesdays and Saturdays. I think, think it was something like that. It was just two days a week. So it's very limited availability, but that that's something off the beaten path. But that's one of those questions. Scott, what about something else for like daddy daughter day? Then we could talk about the refurbished questions, stuff like yeah. that. Um, but another thing I thought of Mike is bowling. Splitsville is a fun yeah. thing to do. Like um, I think that any at her eight, what, what did she say? Like four years old, like you bowl yep. out the bumpers. She could just kind of roll it there. You just kind of have some fun playing some bowling. I think that could be something you could do with a, with a young one too. That's a good tip. Pam, anything else? And then maybe address his concerns about the construction at the Grand because we were just there and they kind of talked to us about it. Yeah, I, I think that there's, you know, I think that always when you're splitting up as a family, right, you don't want the other people to feel like they're missing something. But I think it's also good to have those, you know, those experiences. Everyone's sort of getting to do something. And I would always look at, the photo pass thing no matter what you're doing i feel like if you go into a park make sure you get some photo pass photos to sort of mark the occasion 
Um, if you're not going into a park, you can always go over to Disney Springs and get some photos done there if you want to. So I, you know, that's pictures are the best memories for sure. Um, for that and the grand, um, construction. So I, um, you know, never ever want to try and predict what Disney is doing. Please. So I will not offer a, um, prediction on whether or not it will be done by the time that your stay comes. The best you can do in terms of, um, the room is just to, Put a request in for a renovated room if you would um if you would like that there's no guarantees of course but um it's better to have your request noted on there to see if you can and the construction at this point is not really impacting um the restaurants and other things as you see narcusis is about to reopen here very soon um the only restaurants that aren't open are the ones that have been, have, they have not reopened and that, that's 1900 Park Fair. And of course the Garden Beauty, and we haven't heard anything about those, but the other restaurants are open and available. So you'll be able to do that. Also, both pools have been open um, throughout that. It's not really impacting the pool thing. You may hear some construction noise when you're outdoor, um, but Disney's pretty aware of that. And they have sort of hours that they allow louder construction to go on and um that so i think you're going to be fine i think that you'll have a great time the grand's a great hotel um they can announce at any time if they're going to sort of expand the scope of their um construction we, when we were there we were sort of looking at the lobby wondering if that was something that was going to get redone too um i i don't know they haven't you know really said all that but it'll be interesting to see how that goes all right, next question is from Betsy. Tuned in live on Facebook. Thanks for being here. Any plans for a four? Sorry, it covers it up there. Any plans for the weekend prior to or after the cruise for a meetup? There is an after hours at Typhoon Lagoon on Saturdays this summer. It looks like a great option. Actually, Scott and I were just talking about this. We're talking about doing one of those events while we're down there for the cruise. So that might be something we definitely put together. And we'll start. Once we make these final payments for the cruise, that's when we start really putting together some of these like meetup events. Cause then we get, what we do is we link everybody up at final payment. We try to get the dining, everybody like synced up and all that stuff. Cause we got to wait till that, till everything's kind of finalized there. We start working with the cruise line and then we'll start putting together meets for Walt Disney World, both before and after. So everybody can kind of meet each other before we get on the ship. And then everybody can kind of say goodbye. But we'll, uh, yeah, well, those the H2O Glow Nights and those Typhoon Lagoon Night events. Scott, you were talking about how much you've done them, how much they're a lot of fun. They're like some of my favorite things to do because <clears throat> I just love, so someone that's very fair-skinned like me, like yeah. I like water parks or <laughs> night swimming, you know, at night, um, the water parks at night. So like I've done those and they're just a blast. Like there's something about like Typhoon Lagoon at night. Like the, it just has this energy that is so cool and then you throw like a dj out there and like this party atmosphere it is just one of the coolest events so i don't know i'm going to be there both saturdays before and after the cruise so i don't know which one i'm going to do mike we can chat about that pam mm -hmm. we can chat about if there's if we want to sync up and try to do one of those but i'm definitely am and mike not to go off too bit of here but did you want to promote the the facebook page too for other people to kind of like get to know each other because that could be a good idea for right doing right plans for the cruise so you you created the facebook group for the podcast cruisers that are sailing with us july 3rd to the 7th on the disney wish and we got quite a group going and we said we, were, we recorded your show which came out on monday which has been downloaded excessively and this thing it, it went like wildfire by the way scott i didn't tell you that it's the i don't want you to get a big head but it, it's really going gangbusters um but here's the thing. First thing we said was, okay, we're going to talk about the Facebook group right at the top of the show. And we never mentioned it on the podcast. I, I, like I was laying in bed that night, like, ah, oh, we didn't say it about the podcast. <laughs> Facebook. I do that every time. So all you got to do is go on Facebook and search Be Our Guest uh, Podcast Cruise 6. And you get six. it. I know, six. isn't that crazy? Number 6. Crazy. Yep, so it's there. We've posted some videos, some pictures, and we'll you know keep things. Because we have a Discord, but I think a lot more people are on Facebook, and it's just a little bit easier to have it kind of in your pocket there at all times. So yeah. if you're sailing with us, come on over and meet everybody so we can all be in the same place. But Scott, thanks for putting that together, and thanks for mentioning it. Appreciate it. Yeah. No all right, Christy's got a question here. Says, hey, Mike, Pam, and Scott, my question is about run Disney registration. Once you get into the registration site, can you put more than one race in your cart at once? Like, say, the 10K and the half marathon. Thanks for bringing us Disney fans so much joy. That's nice. We try. 
So Scott, I only sign up myself because nobody else in my family runs. You do multiple. So how does that tend to work when you're doing like, say, like you and uh, Emily? Yeah, it depends on how much of a gambler you want to be. So, <laughs> so we run Disney registration. Everyone's on there. They're trying to get it done. They're right there, right as the second it opens. So yeah, you can you can choose your race, right? Say like I want to do the princess, you know, fairy tale challenge. All right, boom, I got that in there, and that's just the 10k and the half, right? So you put all your information, you put your credit card in, and then it says, do you want to add more registrations? And then you're like, oh yeah, I want to do the 5k. You can go ahead and do that, but you're taking a chance at perhaps the other race selling out without completing that process. So it depends on how risky you want to get. I like to submit that because I've been in the middle of this before and then boom, the registration's gone and I'm, I'm out of luck. So I would just, you know, get the race you want, get it submitted and then move on to the next one. If there's one that you really want to do. Otherwise, just try to put them all in your cart. It's kind of easier to put them all in your cart, honestly, but I wish there was a way Disney would let you lock that in because it could go away if you take too long. Oh, man. It is, when you say it's run stressful. Disney registration, I just get a cold chill. It's, it's stressful. It is. Okay. That's why I'm taking a year off from it. I, I can't. I, 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 I'm in for Disneyland. I can't wait. But I only got the half. I didn't get the... the challenge which I yeah because really it's wanted. so stressful i got shut out from same from disneyland, i know so I was trying I'm, to... I'm protesting it now i know i got you <laughs> I, I get it it's frustrating all right jessica's got a question cruise question does lumiere's on the wish have a dessert tasting and if you are not platinum can you get a reservation once you're on board pam what about that so um i think maybe you mean enchante um well, it says lumiere's but maybe she means that yeah, I don't think there isn't a Lumiere's. Oh, maybe she means Ashante. I mean, maybe, okay, that's maybe, what I'm like. Let's say she I'm was like, using I'm voice to text. I don't know, I'm second-guessing myself. I'm like, I've been on the show. I'm just reading times. what's on the screen. I don't know. I'm uh, like, did I miss Lumiere? I haven't been on the wish yet. I've been on the other four. <laughs> Pam, it's the speakeasy that's on the ship. <laughs> yes, right? I'm looking yes, for Lumiere. Um, I'm looking yes. for a candle. <laughs> yeah, so it's Ashante. Yeah. There yeah. usually is um, a. Um, a dessert tasting available at one of the formal um, restaurants. The issue is if you, whether you're platinum or not, when, if you're not able to reserve it beforehand, and I would absolutely try to reserve it beforehand, you can always check when you get on board. Um, they do hold back a certain number of reservations that are available. Um, so make sure that you check there to see. Um, if it if it is available, hopefully it will be. Um, but yeah, there's I mean there's lots of I I think that eating at the um, the main dining restaurants absolutely has some charm in terms of especially the Wish because you're going to see a show at both the Marvel restaurant and the Frozen restaurant. So that's something that you want to think of too. But um, there's always the availability to check when you get on board to see if any of the adult dining is available for you. Jessica added that she was looking for Ashante, but see, she okay, made, good. She, see, she's making me look bad. She knows I'm like Ron Burgundy. I'll read anything on the teleprompter and that can get me in all kinds of trouble. So yeah, be careful what you put in the comments. Uh, you can get me in big trouble here. So no, just, just I know kidding. Jessica, you totally had me rethinking the cruises that I've been on on the witch. I'm like, Wait, Lumiere's? Where is it? <laughs> I literally was sitting here thinking about it. So, like, just um, put yeah. it on the, just put it in the on the screen. Mike will read it word for word without thinking, because there's too much going on. There's all these flashy lights and meters and everything, and I'm not even using the soundboard today. So, anyway, Brian's got a question here live on Facebook. Says, staying at Caribbean Beach in July. So am I, or maybe. Uh, we have a preferred room. Do all preferred rooms have the fifth sleeper, or do I need to request that at check-in? Actually, I just checked. The technically booked preferred rooms do not have a fifth sleeper. The fifth sleeper rooms are the standard view and the water pool view rooms. So and it's you, a category. It's a category, right. So if you want to have the fifth... Right. So if you want to have the fifth sleeper... You're probably if you're in a preferred, you're probably going to want to book a water slash pool view fifth sleeper room rather than the preferred. That'll probably get you closest mm -hmm. to what you're looking for. Or you could just go the standard view. But if you really want that fifth sleeper, you got to book that. It does. And we get that question a lot. Actually, the fifth sleeper rooms are actually a room category. So it's not something that if you're booked in a standard room um, at Port Orleans and at Caribbean Beach and just hoping to get a fifth sleeper or hoping to request one, 
um, your chances probably aren't that great for it because it is, there is an additional charge for that room. It's a different room type. It would be like going from a, you know, at any other resort, if you're going from a standard view room to a water view room, it would really be based on, you know, the cast member you're talking with at check-in and what's actually available and other things like that. So if that's the type of room that you feel like you really need, then you're going to need to book that. The other thing that happens is if you're booking, I'm, I'm guessing you're, since you're asking about it, you probably booked a room with four people um, because if you do book a room with five people, they will put you in a room that accommodates five right. people. Of course, there is another charge for that though. It is because it's a different room category. Right. So in, in the room where kids two and under don't count against the room count. Exactly. So, yes. Yeah, so exactly. A little one. Okay. Uh, Kristen's got a question. She had a question. She was live with us and she sent an email. So I'm giving her that she's all about run Disney. So here, <laughs> cause I like this question. Cause Scott, we had this discussion again just the other day. Question one, we're wondering about how long to plan for picking up our race bibs. We want to go to the park that day and we're picking up bibs. We'll probably visit Hollywood studios or Epcot on the day we pick up our bibs. Question number two, does taking an Uber save any time for picking up race bibs? Okay. First of all, Scott, what's our idea? So, <clears throat> And it kind of, this kind of depends on what day you're going to the expo, if you're doing that virtual queue thing too. But my rule now for going to a race expo is a minimum of two hours, at least, <laughs> at least two hours, because if you're doing the, the virtual queue, like that line is unknown, what it's going to be like, if the, if they call you up, you, you could still wait an hour. We've done it twice because they've only done yeah. it twice. They've done it marathon. They've done it yeah. princess now. And I thought princess would be a lot better because it's not a big, I think they did it at wine and dine too. They did. One of us were there. They for did. That. Yeah. They did. But still, but, we wait in line an hour, even at yeah. Princess. That's not even yeah. a big race. That's a small I one. I know. And then, so there's three places you have to go to, too. So then you got to go and get mm -hmm. your your actual bib, you know, where they give you your, your clips and all that, your bib number. And then they send you off to another location yep. to get your shirts. shirts. And that's like where the main expo is. And the shirts are in the very back yep. of that building. So you got to go through and the sometimes, runner's mall. Sometimes yeah. you have to wait in a very long line to even get into there. So it's a commitment of two hours at least is what I would say. Um, which is kind of frustrating to me because I just want my bibs. <laughs> like I just want my stuff and like get out. Like, so so but, what's our, what's the idea that we have the million dollar idea we have for Disney that we've said a hundred uh, times. I've said this for years. Why are they not doing this? If you're an on-site resort <laughs> guest, there should be an option to have your packet and bib, everything and shirts delivered to your room. I will pay $50 for this. I don't care. Or, I don't, I don't know what the right dollar amount is, but like time is very valuable. I hear Pam say that all the time. You're like, time is valuable on a vacation. And I'd rather spend that two hours like at Citrico's instead of like uh, why roll the sports at the expo. So. I think $50 would be oh, fair. Uh, I, I would sign I up. Agree. I would do it. Yeah. And they don't have to be at your room. They could even just deliver them to the yep. check-in desk at your hotel. Yep. And, and you I know swing what? by and grab it. And if I realized I forgot like my nutrition or my pair of sunglasses broke or whatever, I could still go to the expo and see those vendors. You know, that doesn't like prevent me from going to why roll the sports to see what they have all going on. I could still go, but at least I'll just have my bibs and my shirts in my room and not have to stress about it. It's, it's so easy to do. I don't know why they don't do it. I know mm. it's I'm it's, sure there's some kind of contract thing with the with vendors. The, the it's got to be the vendors because they got to yeah. they got to have the traffic flow through the tables. Yeah, sure. they have to commit to like the you're going to see 10,000 people go through these areas yeah. or whatever. Yeah. 10,000 people are each going to spend at least 90 <laughs> minutes in this area. Yeah, I mean, that's a good sell, right? Like, I kind of want to put a magic for less. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. I know. Uh, no, right. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> the next race expo, you're going to see Pam Do gorilla there. stuff. There. Roll in with a great big poster. <laughs> That's what we're doing. Make sure you bring all the Lombardi trophies, too. Okay. 100%. Yes. We'll Even bring the, it all. Yeah. It'll be a rolling cart. Even the one that got broken in Indianapolis. We're bringing oh that one. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> the, the, the bad one. Okay. Christy's got a question. She says, before March 16th, if possible. So we're going to make this happen. Hey, Mike, okay. Pam, Ricky, and Scott. I know I'm cutting it close here with this question. My 60-day window is approaching quickly. March 16th, right in the middle of spring break. Lovely. So she's got to be a teacher. And I'm trying to determine my strategy. At least you're not at school. Daughter is four and very princess obsessed. We want to do Bibbidi-Bobbidi Boutique with her and then a princess meal the same day while she's all dialed up. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, would you attempt to book the boutique first or secure the meal first? 
I don't know how fast the experience books up, but I'm worried I'll miss out on one while I'm booking the other. Thanks so much, Christy. Christy, I got three letters for you. B, 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 first. It's crazy. Go first. Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique first. Absolutely. Good because you got to remember how many chairs are there in the Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique? Because Disney Springs isn't open. It's only the castle right now. Am I right? That's right, right? I'm pretty sure. I thought the Springs was open, but. Is it not? I think the cat. Any, either way, I... even, if you, even if you count both, you can find princess meals because you can do Akershus. And now the princesses are back at Cinderella Royal Table. So you have more. You just got to look at how many seats are available for like each experience at each time slot. It's going to be way less for, for sure. Baby Bobbity Boutique. So you're going, it's higher competition for higher demand for less availability. So definitely go for the Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique first and then go for the meal second. Absolutely. And make a day of it and make sure you have memory maker. You know, you're going to get all those pictures. Don't, and the thing is you got to tell your kid ahead of time. She is not allowed to swim that day. Probably the next day. We didn't even let Mallory swim the next day because I spent no so much money on that hair. No face painting. I spent so much money at Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique. She was not allowed to have any fun for like 48 hours. It was just all about looking cute and getting all kinds of pictures. It was just, it was insanity. That And that hair didn't move for like a week. It was crazy. But it was fun. She did it twice. I can't believe I, I did mean, it twice. She does cheer now too. I'm sure her hair doesn't move That's for true. a week after cheer That's true. But yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I, 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 we're walking out of the hotel lobby um, last night to go get we were taking Paige to get Portillo's and we had it twice we had it for lunch Saturday and Sunday but Paige came out to watch and she hadn't had anything to eat so we're like Paige you gotta get a good meal you never eat we're gonna take you to Portillo's and I just wanna go get another hot dog so we walk out of the lobby and like these big teams are just kind of hanging out cause you know it's like a big convention center so you know they've gone and they're gonna go later so just all hanging out I am not kidding guys I there was a haze in that lobby. It was hairspray. I walked through there. I could not breathe. I almost, I almost had an asthma attack. And I haven't had an asthma attack probably in 20 years. I was like, <gasps> I mean, all the high hair and all the hairspray. I mean, they, they probably put a hole in the ozone layer. Just boom, right over Schaumburg, Illinois. It was ridiculous. <laughs> and the Disney Springs location is closed. I, That's what I thought. But it's so... I'm like, I think the last three years have made me question same, everything same. I think I once knew. I know, I feel the same way. All right, Sarah's got a question. She's down in South Carolina. Hey, Mike, be a GP crew. Still loving listening to the show on my runs and hearing all about your Disney trips and run Disney events. My extended family and I are headed down in June for a week and we're doing a few park days. I've got a couple of questions for you. I'm really looking forward to the Epcot after hours event the adults are doing on one of the days. My parents are staying behind with the grandkids so we can take advantage of a low crowd late night. Any ideas on what to expect as far as what may be open in the world showcase? Will the rides be open or will there be quick service options as well? Another day we're headed to the Magic Kingdom with three kids under five. We're staying off site so we decided to book an all-star movies room to have a midday break option with a pool and a place to nap. <laughs> I like that idea. It also helps to have the extra 30 minutes in the morning since we're early risers anyway. Would it make more sense for us to park at the TTC that morning or should we park at the hotel and ride the bus over? We plan to stay until park close, so not sure which would be the best with heavy crowds at park closing. Thanks for all, you, thanks for all the Disney magic you share. Also, I enjoy the sports talk you guys throw in there too. Sarah from South Carolina. Love it. Not SEC country. Okay. So first of all, after hours events at Epcot, World Showcase. Scotty G, what's it look like? You've been, you been for one of the after hours at Epcot? Or well, no? I think she's talking about the new ones because uh, they haven't done these yet. They've oh, that's done, right. Like, the deluxe. They've done the deluxe after the deluxe. hours. Yeah. The, yeah the... These, are, these are brand new. So I can't 100% say. Like, I would assume that, like, you know, Ratatouille will be open and, you know, Frozen Ever After will be open. I'm not sure, like, what all will be happening in the pavilions and, like, food. Like, I'm not – it's just hard to know, Mike, because we haven't really had one of these yet. But, like, when I compare it to, like, other ones I have done, like, at the Magic Kingdom, like, there'll be stands with, like, ice cream bars and things like that out that are available that are included in the price. But, unfortunately, it's really hard for me to know what they're going to be offering in World Showcase during that. I'm excited to find out, though, because they look really cool. But they tend to have – 
not all the quick service options open. So I'm glad she's thinking that way. Cause like, yeah, cause even it's partial. Like, like, yeah, yeah. Cause like if you go to hard ticket events, say like the Halloween party or the Christmas party, I mean, I've been like caught off guard because like Columbia Harbor house won't be open at the magic kingdom or something. You know, think, Oh, I'm going to get yeah. a lobster roll. Oh, not open. Yeah. You end up with like, like a cosmic rays, like pickup spills exactly. kind of situation. It's usually limited. It's very, it's usually limited. And like, you'll know ahead of time too, right? There'll be like a, there's usually like a times guide or some type of map for these events mm-hmm. that will kind of give you an idea of, or of what's closing early or what kind of hours are going to be. So definitely like look at that and try to start planning what, what your night's going to be. If you're not doing the first one, um, I would just recommend yeah, like just look around. trying to like Google it, look around and try to find like a review on it that, and cause those will be in sync with how the rest of the the events are going to be. What do you think, Pam? Any other advice for that? Yeah. I think that, that if you aren't doing the first one, definitely look for the guide. Um, you know, I, I think TTC versus riding the bus is, is going to be hard to determine. Like, I think it's six on one, half a dozen on the other. I honestly do. Um, the thing to know is that you may not be walking out at the same time everybody else is. So that will be in your favor either way. Um, you know, it tends to, it's not like fireworks and the events end right that's not how it is you don't sort of have that closing piece so that's something to consider the thing about the magic kingdom that makes it so unique in terms of transportation is if you park at the ttc you still have to get from the magic kingdom over either via monorail or ferry they don't let you um swim or do anything <laughs> like that you can't go in your own accord um i guess you could you could walk the whole way well yeah that, that would you be, could now you, know, you couldn't previously yes, but, i mean if you really but it would, that would not be no. the best thing especially at one o'clock in the morning no. or two o'clock in the morning whenever you're doing it right that is not um, romantic <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not romantic. And if you are riding your um, resort transportation back, there won't be quite as much transportation operating in the evenings because there aren't as many people there. So I'm really not sure which way I would lean. I don't know. Which way would you guys lean in that? So my wife uh, absolutely cannot stand the TTC. Um, so <laughs> I've learned every time I suggest like, hey, let's drive there. And she questions me. I'm like, Come, trust me, Elizabeth, they won't be that bad. And then an hour and a half later, we're still not to the Magic Kingdom yet. <laughs> so I've learned that I just I just need the bus. I just I, I have to suck it up and take the bus. And the bus can be fun sometimes, you know, um, you know, depending on how crowded it is. So if you stay like really late and the crowds clear out, you do a late night bus like it's kind of, it's kind of romantic, right? I know you'll have kids with you, so maybe you're not really <laughs> looking for the romance factor there, but. I would, I would do, I would do bus. I think I've learned my lesson that you got to do the bus. See, I'm always bus. I'm always bus in these situations, except for this one, because they're only getting the room for like the day. They're getting the room just to have like a crash pad, right? For a pool and a place to nap. So I'm assuming that at the end of the day, they're staying off site. So the room is not, they're not going to have access to the room at the end of the night. They're just going back to their car, right? So at least if you, say you leave this after hours event, and you, you walk out of the Magic Kingdom and you jump on a ferry or a monorail to the TTC. At least you're making progress towards your car. You know, you get to the T, you get dropped off at the TTC and you get on a tram. You're probably going to be in your car in 15 minutes. Uh, yeah, I don't know, though, because there might be more traffic at the TTC than if you get at All-Star, the All-Star. I would probably oh, do. Yeah, you're right. Six. It, it, it's either way. It, yeah, it's, it's it is. Way. It's so it's not, hard. It's not gonna say, yeah, I can see it either way because I, I, TTC, I'm going to go just slightly because I think you're just your car's a little closer and you're just maybe not going as far out like, a, you know, by Animal Kingdom to your hotel. But it, either way is totally fine. I just feel like it's going to yeah. feel like you're, you're losing momentum getting on the bus to the all stars to get your car to go back to your offsite hotel. It's going to seem long. Are they staying at All-Stars if they're taking like a midday break? Like, are they going to go back to the no, All-Star I Resort? I don't think they're or? staying there that night, though. I think gotcha. they're just getting okay. the room for like that day to go there nap. And that's what she said. I deleted the email, but I think they're just okay. like using it for the one day. So I assume they'll be checked out at that point. I don't think they're going to have luggage. Or I think they're just parking the car there. Gotcha. 
So we'll see. Yeah, let us know though. I mean, yeah, yeah good luck. Right. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like fun. Luck. I mean, you're gonna be the Magic Kingdom with like the the three young ones. That's gonna be a lot of fun. So I hope it you have a wonderful fun. time. And let us. I also... don't think, and I don't think there's a wrong no, answer for this. Yeah. You know what I mean? They yeah. could like a butterfly flaps its wings and don't stress out about and this could all change (laughs) and like michelle says you know grab a minivan you know you could you could easily walk to the contemporary grab or you could get a minivan from the magic kingdom right there at the first you know just order it up through the lift app bam i mean that's super efficient you don't have to wait in the line boom you know back to your car uh it uh, the all-stars okay last question of the day is from listener Jean, and she's one of my great guests over the magic for less just want to say i appreciate her very much uh being a uh, supporter of our uh, podcast and the travel agency she says hey mike and crew just love your podcast and all the fun and info you share i listen while i exercise in the morning a great way to start the day well hope you're listening today while you exercise appreciate that that's what i do every morning as well my husband and i will be at walt disney world at the end of april thanks for booking that mike and i have several questions one You've come to the right place for this question. I've never been to Trader Sam's, and I understand it works on a wait list. I see it doesn't open until 3 p.m. I assume you have to go in person to get on the wait list. How soon can you go? Any tips? And her second question, she'll ask two, is about Genie Plus. Never used it before, and I've read about stacking rides. Can you be in one park and stack rides for another park you plan to go to with park hopping? Thanks so much. Gene. Okay, first question about Trader Sam. Scotty, tell her about Trader Sam's. How can she get on the wait list and get in efficiently? Yes, so you'd have to be there well before three o'clock before they open because people, a line will form mm-hmm. to get into Trader Sam's, a very popular destination. And I mean, I'll throw this out there, Pam. I'd love you to chime in. I say like get there like 45 to an hour early, right? If you want to get a seat inside. So maybe like somewhere between two and 2.15. Does that sound about right to you, Pam? You see people starting to wait early and I think it really depends on the day. Like you could have a day when people have been out there for at least an hour and you could have a day where they're, you know, you're one of the few that are waiting. So again, I don't know that there's any rhyme or reason to it. I think it just depends on how bad people want to get into Trader Sam's, right? Um, For that, the other alternative is you could try showing up like an hour or two, maybe after it opened or closer to closing time. And I think there would be less waiting um, at one of those, you know, at those times, I don't, I'm hesitate to even suggest the hour after because that could go, that could explode in your face too. So if it's important to you, I would absolutely get there before and just make it happen. So at Disneyland, so at Disneyland, you can actually like book the 60 days as an ADR. Can you imagine if they did that while Disney world, that would be, that, I mean, that would be the hottest item to go first, right? <laughs> On the ADR had, list. It, yeah, it would be one of them for sure. That would I wish be. they kind of had it, though. Yeah, no, seriously. Well, it, it, but I mean, the thing is, again, this is like the virtual queue argument, right? If you want to be in Trader Sam's and you're willing to stand there yeah. at noon, at least you are assured that you're going to get in Trader Sam's right. and you're going to get yep. in there at opening, probably. Yep. yep but you're, right. you're sacrificing three hours up front, but you're, you're self-determining how your day is going to go. Truth. The virtual queue is like throwing, you know, it's like a blind dart. I hate that about yeah, that. It just lottery. drives me yeah. nuts. The, the, we have that argument. Like if you want to stand there, you know, waste your whole morning waiting, like for the virtual, you know, to be the first to get in the merchandise, it's not wasting it because you're going to be in and out. Like you're gonna be the first person. Like you're just, you're sacrificing up front to save time the rest of the day. It's, uh, I kind of yeah. want to be uh, that guy though at noon or like 11 a.m. waiting at Trader Sam's. <laughs> Right, like, and just see all the people walking by, like, man, look at that guy. Spend your whole day at trade waiting for traders. I'm getting that dude an uh oh a shirt yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or a Nautilus shirt. Okay, question about stacking the Genie Plus experiences, Pam. Just walk her through that. How's that work? Because she's got park hopping. You will be able to, um, but they would you would have to get experiences that happen after two o'clock and. There have been a few tweaks to some of the Genie Plus um, systems in terms of that. So just keep that in mind, like that things are always changing with Genie Plus, and I'm sure they will continue to tweak those as it goes on. So. All righty. Well, that's going to do it for our listener questions today. Thanks for all the great submissions. And you can always join us on Mondays, usually around 530 Eastern. We're on Facebook and YouTube and be a part of the show right here. Your questions 
kind of go to the top. If you're joining us live, you can just chime in with the comments and we add those to the show as we go. And you can also email your questions to Mike at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Just put listener question in the header and we'll get that to uh, right in the queue right away. Don't forget our podcasts are always brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. We'd love to help you plan your next amazing Disney adventure, whether it's out to the West Coast, to Disneyland, down to Florida, to Walt Disney World, out to sea with Disney Cruise Line, or anywhere around the world with Adventures by Disney. We can help you have an amazing time and make those memories with your family. Or hey, just go solo and make the memories with yourself. That's what it's all about is have some great times and get out there and see the world and have some fun. We want to make sure that you can do that. And we always get you the lowest price possible. And we throw in little goodies like we have world famous laundry bags. I know that doesn't sound like a big deal, but I'm telling you what, I was at a cheer competition and it got it got uh, kudos, this laundry bag. It's awesome. I mean, it's not a big deal, but it is. And then we also give Disney gift cards, all kinds of little stuff. So I'm just telling you, swing, it costs you nothing extra. So just swing by the website, themagicforless.com. Fill out your quote form while you're there. It's no obligation. Just put in the information you have. We'll get you some pricing, some availability. We'll build that relationship. We'll go from there. No obligation. We'll see what's out there for you. So check them out today over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. That one extra click supports everything we do throughout the year. So please use it as often as you can. BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And a sincere thank you to the patrons of the Be Our Guest Podcast. You make all these shows possible. Couldn't do it without you. And our patrons get that bonus show every week called Mike in the Midwest. If you'd like to join us, we'd love to have you this week. Come on over. Patreon.com slash Be Our Guest Podcast. Give Scott a follow on social media. He's at Epscott, E-P-S-C-O-T. Pam's at T-M-F-L-T, Pam. I'm at Be Our Guest Mike. Look for us on Twitter and Instagram. And of course, this Sunday night, I think we're clear of cheer think i'm going to be in town we're gonna to have a live call show i miss this i love talking with you guys taking your comments your questions talking disney with you so join us live on facebook and youtube at seven o'clock eastern six o'clock central and we'll have the bogp open line or like we like to call it you me and sky dg it's a lot of fun all right we're going to be back again on friday and what we're going to talk about strategies to, to get the most out of walt disney world in those times when you arrive but your hotel room's not ready. You don't want to waste that first day waiting for your hotel room to get ready, you know, till you get that magical text. Or even better, when you get that text that says, hey, guess what? Your room still isn't ready. Why do they send that text? That's the biggest tease in the world. I hate that text. That's the dumbest thing ever. I got all excited. No, I know my room's not ready because if I don't get a text, it's not. Like, you don't have to tell, you don't have to reaffirm that. We're going to have to talk with Disney about that text. Anyway, we're also going to talk about when you get booted out of your room, you know, and that tick, 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 knock on your door. Sir, are you leaving now? Well, I'm trying to hold on for the last five minutes because, okay, I got to go. And then, you, you know, your flight's at seven o'clock at night. How do you maximize that time when I call your Disney homeless there for the last, you know, five, six hours before you got to head off to MCO? We'll talk about some stuff to do there to still have a good time because really you keep having fun. So you got to get on the airplane. So we'll talk about those strategies and uh, see what you have to say about that as well on Friday. So until we get back together again, you guys have an awesome Wednesday. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you real soon. You've been listening to the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.